In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Costin, Danny Kiernan, Susan Haid, and Lisa Dietress. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here is your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas. Well, I'm back from vacation, probably 10 pounds heavier. I don't know if I gained that much. I think I know I gained at least seven uh, because I couldn't buckle my pants uh, this week. I had to go back to work today and uh, put on my suit. Pants did not buckle. Put on my skirt. Pants did not buckle. I had to wear my blue stretchy shirt. So it's a good thing that we're doing a diet, health, and fitness today uh, with Autumn Arnold. And uh, my co-host, Christy Holly, will not be joining us today. Neither will Robin Boyd. I called them. They're both AWOL. Um, But we're going to make it through the show. You and me, Autumn, what do you say? I am all ready if you're ready. I'm so ready. I, you know, I, I came home and I, you know, I did okay uh, on my three week, uh, you know, it was a working vacation. I did have to bring my company stuff with me. So it wasn't a true vacation. And I tried, you know, we talked a little bit on our military mom talk radio show. I tried, I only went to Taco Bell twice. That was the only fast food that I had um, during the three weeks I was there, but I ate I mean, it, everything was so good, Autumn. You know, corn, our corn is like hours old. Green beans right off the stalks. Oh, um, if I didn't load them with butter, it would be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, butter is the hard one for me to stay away from, too. <laughs> it is. It is. And, you know, I was reading an interesting thing about these sprays and stuff like that. And and they add up like, you know, they. I was looking at my can of Pam or something like that, one of the brands, uh, or it might have even been the store brand. But it was like you could spray it 900 times, but... You know, I was thinking about it. When I spray those pans pretty heavy, that's putting a lot of oil in there, even though it's the spray stuff. Yeah, and not to mention the chemicals. You are actually better off using real butter when you do stuff like that. <gasps> are you giving her permission to use real butter on my I eggs am. in the real, morning? Well, you know, the rule of thumb and, and the knowledge that I have is if you're cooking, you should be using coconut oil. So coconut oil hot and olive oil cold. Because at like 120 degrees, olive oil turns into a saturated fat. Well, a lot of people think that when they're cooking with olive oil that they're eating healthier, which is not the case if they're cooking on the stove. So if ever you in doubt, coconut oil for cooking. Really? Uh Uh-huh. 
So where do I buy coconut oil? I mean, um, I'm at Gilligan's Island. I got mine at Walmart. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a solid when it's cold, so you can get it anywhere. Oh, is that that tub of white stuff? Kind of, but make sure you don't get lard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the difference between because co- I have a tub of like organic coconut. Uh, maybe it's coconut oil. I don't know. My sister gave it to me, and I put it on my skin at night, and I put it on my hair when it gets just crazy dry out here. Oh yeah, that's you can use it for cooking too. Well, by God, I could just walk up in my own bathroom and get it now. (laughs) I totally would. And she did. She sent me this great big tub off of Amazon because I have hair like a horse and so does she. And it gets so dry, especially when in the water all the time during the summer. And she's like, I'm going to send you coconut. Yeah, coconut oil. I just didn't think you could cook with it. Yep, absolutely. Wow. So I should be cooking my eggs. Does it taste like coconut? It doesn't, actually. It doesn't even give it a... I don't even have a flavor that I can taste when I cook with it. So it's a really nice substitution for for anything else that's out there. Okay. So I'm going to cook hot stuff. What did you say? Hot with coconut oil and cold with olive oil? That's right. So if you're having a salad or a pasta salad, something like that, it should be uh, olive oil. Wow. Okay. I was doing, I wasn't doing that. I thought I was using olive oil for everything and, um, and thinking I was being all healthy. Right. I used to too, but I had no idea that, you know, the composition of the olive oil changes at 120 degrees. So, Wow. That's so interesting. Well, you know, I've been learning a lot. One of the things I love about um, having you on the show and working with you on this latest weight loss endeavor is I'm learning stuff that's... I just, I'm learning stuff and I'm more excited to go out and find out about things. Like I was in TJ Maxx today and um, stopped on my way home and I like to go in their book sections because they have really good books sometimes for like two and three dollars. And one of the books they had there was this eat this, not that edition. Uh, You know what? I've heard of it. I haven't had the privilege of reading it yet. Well, if it's true, you know, I'm always suspect, you know, because we get these books and, you know, they find out, you know, two years later, it's not true. Um, It's really interesting because it goes by restaurant and it tells you like good things to order. And, you know, some of them like this one Applebee's, it's like I would have ordered the chicken fajita roll up over the grilled Dijon chicken. And there's a difference of like a thousand calories. I mean, it's not like you're saving a hundred calories. You're saving some, you know, really serious, um, serious calories. And the one that surprised me a lot, um, Autumn was I was in Arby's and, you know, and I, I didn't eat there today. I just stopped and got a soda, mm-hmm. a diet soda. <laughs> um, but I was all excited thinking, Oh, they have this like roast ham and Swiss sandwich and it looks so healthy cause it's got lettuce and tomato and onion uh-huh. and, and it's on like, they call it market fresh roast beef, right? you know, and it's on regular bread. And so it looks like the implied thing is it looks healthier okay. than the super roast beef, right? Which yes. is on a hamburger bun. Right. With the, you know, things are very deceiving when it comes down to calories. Anything with cheese is going to be more calories. Um, if you can follow just a few rules, the fajitas, it's probably the, um, tortilla that has all the calories in it and with salads you have to be careful of the dressing for all the calories so sometimes if you're going to a place and you're getting a salad but you're getting ranch or you're getting honey mustard or you're getting anything that's white and creamy um, it's going to be probably worse than having a hamburger itself 
That's yeah. That's what I was forced to figuring out. That that healthy looking sandwich was almost eight hundred calories with forty Ooh. grams of fat and seventeen hundred milligrams of sodium. Wow. And then the super roast beef, which I love, is only four hundred calories and eighteen grams of fat, which you know still is a lot for a sandwich. Yeah. But huge, huge difference. That's right. Yeah, Arby's definitely with the sodium. What I like to do is if I must stop for a hamburger and I'm craving it, I usually try and just take the top piece of the bread off. That way you're still getting bread and you're still kind of satisfying that um, craving that you're having, but you're not getting as much. hamburger, fatty, yummy, bunny. Right. The the best place to actually have a hamburger if you get one of those cravings is Carl's Jr. because they they don't fry their hamburgers, they charboil. Really? So yeah. Carl's Jr., which for the rest of you around the country is Hardee's. <laughs> um, not that I don't know my hamburgers. Um, so, wow. So they so so CJ's, Carl Jr., um, that's the best place to go, huh? Yep. Love that. Yeah, Love if you're going to have a hamburger, for sure. Yeah, well, I do. Every once in a while. I mean, I went through this thing like three years ago, uh, Autumn, when I was going through my divorce. And, you know, I was having to go to court and, you know, I had these attorney's fees and, you know, I was so strung out all the time. And one of the things that, you know, honestly really calmed me down, I don't know why it did, but would be go to get like French fries, a Diet Coke and a hamburger. And I was doing that like every three days, not intentionally, but I was so stressed out. And I don't know what it is that there's the magic of the hamburger and fries and a soda. Um, (laughs) But it really, I mean, packed down the pound. Don't get me wrong. It was yeah. not a good stress tool. No, um, but it really it did work. I mean, to be fair, it did. It did. I don't know. Was it like fat calm you down or all this stuff? I mean, what, I don't know what it does to me. I think it's more of a mental thing than anything. Um, I mean, if you're if you're having some nauseous issues and you're kind of sick, French fries will definitely help because of the grease. It kind of settles the stomach. So if your stress is coming from your actual stomach, you know that could make sense as why it was settling you emotionally. Yeah, because I do. I, I get an upset stomach. It yeah. starts to grumble and boil, and yeah. I either get a headache or an upset tummy when I'm stressed. Right, so adding that grease in there probably would have been okay even with just the french fries and not the hamburger. Oh, okay. Yeah. So next time I run to, you know, a burger place or a thing, just I'll try one, not the other. There you go. Or small yeah. or both. <laughs> well, and you help me look at things in a realistic manner. You know, I've had a couple of nutritionists and dietitians and trainers on the shows over the years, and it's really hard because one of them was so she knew everything technical about it. But you know, even the technical stuff, um, it's not enough to really push me to not eat the stuff. Right. Right. You well, know, and, in you this know, book, most people. They don't care about technical. They just want to know, bottom line, is this how it's going to be, you know, and they get confused with the technical. It kind of scares some people away. Um, you know, they don't want to know the details. So, Well, and even if the details are gross, like in this, um, you know, in this this book, this eat this, not that, they were talking about what's really in in hamburger meat. You know, it's like uh. processed with ammonia and, you know, it's all the old animal parts that it's not like you're eating a steak ground up. No. But of course, is that enough to stop me from going there? <laughs> well, I mean, check out the taste of the McDonald's hamburger versus like an In-N-Out hamburger. You can totally tell that one is totally not beef. 
Really? I'm going to have to do that. I'm, that's, I'm, in <laughs> I'm not saying go and do it, but next time you go. The, in the, ham, the McDonald's hamburger show, yes. I will go eat two hamburgers <laughs> just to test out that fact. <laughs> well, listen, I hate to cut you off. We're going to come back after commercial break. Okay. My name's Sandra Beck, and I am the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. My guest today is our fitness and wellness and health expert, uh, Autumn Arnold. And we're going to talk about food, and we're going to talk about my new uh, heart rate monitor step counter digital watch gadget because I have to buy everything that's on the market today for weight loss whether I get off the couch or not because that's I think what overindulgent Americans do but um, we're going to talk about some of the 20 worst foods in America some of the things that we see on our menus at our restaurants and when you see how many calories are in some of these things that was enough to at least slow me down Uh, when we come back from the break we're going to talk a little bit more about Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love. Got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard on myself when there's so many... Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spirit perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ali Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 Central on Togenet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck. 
bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here today with Autumn Arnold, and today is our health, wellness, and fitness show. And for some interesting facts about uh, fat in the sky, there was a plane crash in 2003, and the FAA investigators found that the cause was excessive passenger weight. In fact, the FAA has come to the realization that Americans simply weigh more than they did uh, back when they first did these statistics. So they've added 10 pounds to the estimated weight of every adult passenger. Now, here's another good one. In 2005, the Chicago Transit Authority ordered a fleet of new buses. They added a half inch to the width of the seats because they're now 18 inches across to compensate for riders' bigger butts. And this is my favorite one, Autumn. Oh. Fat at Disneyland. Okay, the theme parks, It's a Small World After All, had to be closed for 10 months in 2007 to replace the boats and the flume they traveled down because the boats had been getting stuck in the middle of the ride. Now, this is... <laughs> We don't know for sure if this is true, but some observers speculated the problem that the ride that was built in 1963, before 200-pound riders became a common occurrence, they're getting stuck because people were too fat. Oh, I just don't even know what to say to that. I mean, I laugh because I I mean, fat things just I'm one of those awful people that watch things like Shallow Hell and just laugh because fat jokes just kill me but i mean it's just we're having to have bigger rides and then the car seat one the car seat one was horrifying about how there's now 15 manufacturers out there fat in the back seat they call it obesity rates among infants infants have increased 73 percent over the past quarter century traditional car seats for example were built to accommodate kids up to 40 pounds today that just won't cut it there are more than a dozen car seat manufacturers on the market today built for scale tipping toddlers unbelievable oh that's the saddest part quite honestly that's the saddest part about what we're doing to ourselves is what we're passing on to our children and they're they're actually saying that this generation of children that's coming in is not going to outlive us our generations are going to start dying younger and younger and younger because of the obesity because of early onset diabetes high blood pressure that their bodies are just not meant to have if ever well, you know, I look at, you know, some of the school districts and uh, like my nieces and nephews, I was home with everybody and we were talking about how, you know, there's really no gym class anymore. I think we have it once a week. I'm not sure, Autumn, right. what kids have anymore, but, um, you know, they go out to the playground and like my son is Mr. Lego. So he goes and he sits under a tree like Ferdinand the Bull with a bunch of his friends and they talk about Ninjago. They, they don't burn. <laughs> And my little one, he's still running around like a lunatic because he's in kindergarten. But I'm sure, you know, given the choice, when you go to the schoolyard and you look out, how many kids are actively playing? There's really not that many. There's a lot of them standing around or the girls sitting under and talking. Right, right. Well, you know, our school didn't have a PE teacher for like two years because of pay cuts. Yeah. And, and now, yes, it's only once a week. And it's just not enough for the little ones, maybe the older kids, but... You know, the kindergartners, the first graders, they have a lot of energy to expend, and I think it would even be a lot easier on the teachers if they had PE more than once a week. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and one thing I noticed too is that the not only the lack of exercise in the school system, and this is no knock on any any of our our schools. I mean, just it is what it is. Right. Economics are. What they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was looking at the meals. Um, I got the meal calendar, and I was shocked at how much cheese and fried food were on the menu for the month. You know, you've got bean and cheese burrito, you've got cheese pizza, you've got cheese fingers, cheese sticks. You know. Um, a lot, a lot of high-calorie, really fatty food in the lunchroom. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's unfor- it's, that's very unfortunate. Well, and I think it's in all the schools. You know, when I talk to my siblings at home, you know, we were talking about this, all the moms, my sisters and I, about... You know, and we're talking Denver, Virginia, New York, and California, you know, some big states represented there, and everybody's in the same boat. Um, So I think, you know, as parents, when we look at, um, I think you raised such a good point about, you know, what are we teaching our kids? And I really, that hit home to me um, a a couple months ago, Autumn, when my son came home and he was saying, we were talking about something, and he said, well, if I ever got divorced, I would cook for my kids because my dad just takes takes us, you know, to the McDonald's, Taco right. Bell, like whatever they want for that night. Right. And uh, I thought, you know, they pick up this stuff. Right. Well, I think we're doing. I think that the problem goes higher than the parent. I mean, the parent has 100% control, but, you know, with the economy and with today's society, it's easier and cheaper sometimes to have that, that, that yucky food, you know, it's expensive to go into the drive-through, but it's still cheaper if you go to the grocery store and buy junk food than it is to buy healthy food. See, fruits and vegetables are so expensive that people just they tend to stay away from them. I did it's a, true. I, I mean, I I drive to Superior. I don't know if you know where Superior is in Palmdale, Superior Grocer, um, because yeah. they tend and I actually go to the Mexican markets, Vallarta. Um, mm-hmm. But we eat what's on sale. Like I don't go with a prearranged agenda of vegetables that we're going to have that week. It's like this week broccoli was really high and green beans were really low. So <laughs> guess what, kids? It's going to be green beans, green beans. every day. <laughs> Better than lima beans for me. No, <laughs> oh, there you go. You know, but like I love bell peppers. I love, I mean, I grew up, you know, in the farm country where we had red bell, yellow bells, you know, um, and then I don't like the green ones, but you know, when they're ripe like that, they're sweet, they're crunchy, they're so good, yeah. but I'm telling you, four ninety nine a pound, not happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's so expensive. I always talk about when I, when I hit, when I hit wealth, um, in this business, I want to buy a plot of land and rotate fruits and vegetables all year long. So that way my friends and my family can go and pick all of their own stuff and not even have to pay for it. So, you know, one of my dreams on my dream board. That's a good thing. I mean, because, you know, when I grew up, um, I grew up, you know, obviously in farm country, but my parents had blackberry bushes and raspberry bushes and blueberry bushes, and we'd go Mm -hmm. get eaten alive by mosquitoes, but we would go back there and we could just eat at will. And it's like when I go to even Sam's Club and I look at, you know, $8 for a tub of blueberries or, you know, $6 for a teeny little flat of raspberries, it's, you know, we used to forage in the, you know, our backyard. Like free. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, we had peach trees. Even when I was home, our peach tree was so full of peaches, my dad had to use these big two-by-fours to prop up the branches. Oh, man. You know, and we would just go out and eat, and my mom always had beans in the garden, and, you know, we just walked to our neighbor's house. There's 100 acres of corn, you know. It, it just – but you're right. Out here, it was – I think I paid three thirty three cents an ear of corn. And when I'm home um, on the farm, uh, you know, we're talking 12 years for a dollar. Right. It's completely different when you actually have a farm. But, you know, here, who has time to have their own garden and have their own trees? It's a lot of work to take care of them. It is. All the animals and things away from them, yeah. Well, and then the local animals eat everything. I put in, um, the first year I moved in on my ranch here, I put in all these plants. And two days later, the local critters had come and eaten all my tomato plants down. They had, <laughs> so deer had eaten not only my roses, but ate my blackberry bush down to the snub. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, oh, Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> it doesn't make you want to plant anything, you know? No, no. But I will I will go to some of the, you know, like the Mexican market, the Vallarta. I will go to the um, Superior Grocer. Um, and then there's a Winco food co-op that I'll go to buy fruits and vegetables. Um, because it is, you know, but then if you think about it, Autumn, you know, like a bag of chips can be, what, three bucks? Yep. So yep. we'll spend three bucks on a bag of chips, but Cereal. we wouldn't pay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't pay three dollars for three peppers. Right. And we'd get much better nutrition. I mean, maybe not the same satisfaction with the kids, but right. it is hard. It's hard when food prices are high. Yeah, yeah. Junk food just keeps getting cheaper and cheaper, especially when you get those markets that do, you know, ten for five dollars or whatever it is on like the Capri Suns and the chips and the you know, all that stuff. So it's like you just wanna get your kids fed, you're not really worried about nutrition. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's true. It's true. Well speaking of nutrition, you wanna hear some horrifying dishes, the two worst foods in America? Yes. Okay, well, the the second worst food in America is in Uno Chicago Grill, which we don't have out here in California, but if we did, by God, I'd be trying it. Um, it's a deep dish sundae. It's made in a pizza pan with a cookie crust, and then they drizzle chocolate all over it. It's got two balls of ice cream, a big thing of whipped cream, and... It is weighing in at 2,800 calories per serving. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that would be, and it's got as much sugar as 18 Briar Smooth and Dreamy Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough Sandwiches. I think I'd go into a coma. Well, you know, it kind of sounds like the Pazuki. Have you ever had that from, um, uh, oh, my God, BJ's? No. It's a big, huge flat pan of cookie, like a cookie, and you can pick whatever flavor cookie dough you want and whatever ice cream you want on top of it. And What's it called? It's called a bazooki. A bazooki? Bazooki, bazooki, something like that. It's like a once-in-a-year type of treat. <laughs> yeah, it does take a year to, to work it off. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I mean, it's just, um, you know, and we've got to go to break in a minute, so I'm going to hold the worst food in
talking food, we're talking fat, we're having a lot of fun. Um, if you have missed the first half of the show, you can check us out on iTunes under Motherhood Talk Radio. You can also go to the show site, motherhoodtalkradio.com by the same name, or check us out on our host channel, toginet.com. When we come back from the break, we are going to talk about the worst food in America. It's pretty disgusting. Just so I can give you an idea, we're talking 2,700 calories um, per serving, which is pretty amazing because I'm only eating 1,500 calories a day. So that would be my whole calorie day requirement in one meal. So you'll want to tune in and find out what the worst food in America is according to Eat This and Not That. Listen as your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds, try and keep your head up to the sky. Love as they may Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. You gotta be tough, you gotta be stronger You gotta be cool, you gotta be calm You gotta stay together All I know, all I know, love will save the day People have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. As your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Trying to keep your head up to the sky. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. 
Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Autumn Arnold, our health, wellness, and fitness expert. And uh, we're talking about uh, what uh, is in some of our fast food today. And I was looking at the 20 worst foods in America. Well, Autumn, you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay, well, this one's sneaky because it's a bistro shrimp pasta, which you would think is not too unhealthy. Sounds like it wouldn't be. It doesn't, doesn't you think? Shrimp, okay, got yeah, I got some calories in the pasta, but you're thinking shrimp. It's the equivalent of six McDonald's quarter pounders, 2,727 calories, almost 80 grams of saturated fat. Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. It's like a heart attack waiting to happen. That is. Well, you know what's kind of unnerving about this book? I'm so glad I got it in the clearance section of TJ Maxx. Uh, no endorsements were paid by this, by TJ Maxx or the Eat This or Not That people. <laughs> um, but, it, like, some of this stuff, I mean, you know, I get some of it, you know, Autumn. It's like, if you're going to, like this one, the IHOP Big Country Breakfast, you know you're loaded with calories. It's got pancakes. It's got hash browns. It's got three eggs and, and, and a steak. <laughs> you know, it's enough to feed a family of four. Mm-hmm. But there's some scary ones in here that are like like the Cold Stone Creamery PB&C shake. You know, it's just... It's just a shake, and it's got 2,000 calories and 130 grams of fat. Oh, my goodness. I mean, and that's just a shake, and it's the sugar equivalent of eating 12 Twix bars. So what's cool about this book is it puts it in perspective going, well, do I want to eat this or do I want to eat 12 Twix bars? <laughs> You know, yeah. but like some of these things, you were right, these dressings things. Um, I was looking at the worst salad, and that's TJI Friday's Santa Fe chopped salad. And you think, oh, chopped salad, I, I'm doing pretty good, but nope, 1,800 calories. Yeah, in those salads, it's all about the dressings. And the cheese. Mm-hmm. And they put greasy proteins in there, tortilla chips, and shredded cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like the lettuce is nothing. Yep. That's one of the things that we teach in our nutrition classes is you know, we actually give little quizzes and say, you know, it gives them choices. If you went to this restaurant, would this be a better choice or that be a better choice? And 99% of the time they pick the wrong one, you know, because they, people really do have a, the wrong concept of what's healthy and what's not. So, you know, those quizzes are really nice to, to put them in so they can put it into perspective as to their, their food choices when they're eating out. Well, yeah, because like the worst healthy sandwich is this blimpy special vegetarian. You would, and it's a twelve inch, so you'd expect it, you know, to have a little bit. But it's got enough sodium to have, so you could eat two bags of Fritos. I mean, big ones, large bags. But <laughs> I'd rather got, have the Fritos. <laughs> I would, I would, because I would get this vegetarian sandwich thinking, oh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, take care of myself. But when you like cut through the layers of cheese, there's like three cheeses on here, and then. A bunch of sauce oh and my. then they put crushed doritos in there <laughs> <laughs> where's that at <laughs> i love that you laugh with that to me too because you look at it and go it's a vegetarian sandwich but it's crammed with potato chips or it's crammed with doritos i mean it's just you know there's just some, i mean it's sad because we're you know as a nation we're just getting fatter but <laughs> Oh, yeah. This what I was going to say on that, life. them extending the seats and everything else, you know, <laughs> you won't be able to fit two people in one car if they keep making everything bigger for us. 
that's true. It'll be like the really like you know the when it's Fat Night on the Discovery Channel and they have like the six and seven hundred pound men, but now they're like up to a thousand. I mean, it's just. But you know, it's it's almost unfair. Right. Um, like I was looking at Auntie Anne's when the kids and I go to the mall. I like to get them, you know, the um, the sesame pretzel. It's like a pretzel with mm-hmm. sesame all over it. But then I'm looking at this. It's like 500 calories versus a pretzel dog, and the pretzel dog actually has meat in it. Right. Yep. I don't know. It's just it makes me scared um, to yep. go out and eat. Well, you know, a good rule of thumb is to stay away from the white and creamy dresses um, dressings. Um, stay away from the cheese, you know, and try to stay away from the fried foods. And you do pretty good. So if you have a salad with a vinaigrette on it, you're definitely doing 100 times better than anything else. So, you know, people just need to be more educated with, you know, like this book is a great, great way to, to do that, I guess. I haven't ever, I've heard of it, but I hadn't ever actually read it. Yeah, well, I didn't. It just happened to be in the clearance bin. And, you know, and I go to like Carl's Jr. on occasion, you know, I'm out here and it's like, and I love their chicken sandwiches, mm-hmm. but, you know, they were saying pick the charbroiled barbecue chicken over the Santa Fe, you know, and you save like 400 calories. I mean, these are yeah. significant, um, they're significant food savings. Yeah, again, that one also goes back to the dressing that Santa Fe is basically like a Southwestern ranch style dressing on there, which is really high in calories. Oh, so every time you hear Santa Fe, mm-hmm. at least put it in the back of your head that that might not be, right. you know. Right. It's not going to be the chicken. It's going to be the dressing that they put on there, typically. Yeah, because they just look they look almost the same. They're just two pieces of chicken in a bun with lettuce and tomato. Right. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm learning so much. I'm learning so much. <laughs> yep. So how do you know how many calories you need to eat in a day? Well, like I um, really picked 1,500 for me. I thought that was a nice round number. Um, I actually have a, a scale that tells me what your resting metabolism is. And it tells me that your resting metabolism would be the number of calories that you would burn in a day if you just sat on the couch all day and did nothing. So I, I base their caloric intake off of that. Typically, they're around 17, 1,800 calories because I really don't get many people in there that don't need to lose weight. Occasionally, we get somebody who needs to gain weight. Um, so we you would go right above. Out, the, right. They would eat above their caloric intake to gain weight. Do you kick them out? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no, because we have programs for both. Yeah, but I mean, how many people realistically come in wanting to gain weight? Um, it's definitely men. I haven't had a woman yet. Because he's a guy who's really skinny, wants to gain lean body muscle, so we have to put him on a special program. But um, you know, if you have your, if you can go somewhere and get your caloric intake tested, or order an Omron scale off online and do it yourself, um, depending on how much they would cost, you it'll tell you what your your intake is. And I would do about 300 less than what your caloric intake is, but never anything less than 1,200 calories. So you want to stay around that range. So I should get my fanny down to your office. This Absolutely. is basically what you're telling me. Yes. Because even though I was all excited with my walking watch, you know, I was reading online um, about all these different heart rate monitors. Because I, you know. Well, those will tell you, too, what your caloric intake should be. Really? I think so. Some of them do. 
Okay, this is a cheapie. This one, but this one's not going to tell me that. Okay. Um, because I was looking at these heart rate monitors and these, you know, things. I was trying to use my iPhone one day. You know, I play around with this stuff, um, and you know, you can spend anywhere from you know fifteen dollars to five hundred dollars on some of this stuff. Yeah. And um, this happened to be in the clearance bin at TJ Maxx, so I picked it up. I'm gonna have to go over there. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I should, I should, I shill for them all the time because, you know, I see this stuff on TV. I, I look around like today. I was so excited to get my LA Kings shirt. You know, they were like twenty five dollars when the Kings won the Stanley Cup, and now I went in there and it was on the clearance bin for seven. And I got uh, my heart rate monitor, my Eat This Not That book, and my Kings shirt for like twenty five dollars. Nice. I love that. You know, because as a single mother with two kids, I just, Mm -hmm. you know, I can't afford to buy all the things I want. And it does make weight loss fun. Like, I think, you know, if I, you know, I was using my pedometer for a whole month and I was so excited to see how far I was walking every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just started, I really do need to get a pedometer. I've been wanting to get one for a couple of months. So I told my mom and dad, that's what I want for my birthday next month. So, yeah, well, um, check out, honestly, check out the fitness center, fitness section of TJ Maxx, both in Palmdale and Santa Clarita. Mm-hmm. I got my um, pedometer there for, I think, eight bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they have lots of good stuff. You know, I think it's good, but because I don't want to break the bank. And, you know, I'm hit and miss. I might use the pedometer for a month and then get bored with it and then come back like two months later. You know, so I'm not going to spend and I don't have the money to spend a lot on these um, on these gadgets. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'm really excited. It, it's um, a heart rate monitor, step counter, and a watch. So I can, like, I don't know. Just there you play. go. Well, yeah. any gym, any gym can typically they will tell you what their caloric intake is because it's getting more popular to know it. So that way you get you know the best result. So um, I have an Almiron scale that you stand on, and there's a little piece that detaches and you hold in your hands. But you can get a little handheld one where you don't even have to stand on it. But it doesn't tell you what your weight is. You have to enter what your weight is into that one. So, oh. yeah, yeah, all this fun high tech stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. but really, but, you know, honestly, what I think, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, it really just comes down to eating less and moving more. Right. Yep. Absolutely. You know, as mm-hmm. fun as all this stuff is, you know, I love right. my iPhone and I love my workout list. So I did get Jillian Michaels' book um, over the vacation on my Kindle, which was really fun. Her diet and fitness book was interesting to, to hear what she had to say. Because I do think that you got to have your head in the game as well as your rest of your body. Well, you have to be mentally ready. You know, you talk all the time about when you were going through your divorce. If I had come to you then and said, come try my program, you probably would have slapped me upside the head and said, get out of here, (laughs) come back later. You know, so emotions are definitely going to play a part on whether you're ready or not ready. Absolutely. Well, when we come back from the break, we're almost done with today's show. Let's talk a little bit about that mental game. Because for me, you know, having some of these toys and, you know, getting a new pair of workout pants or something really does make a difference in keeping me motivated as I go along. Um, But we're going to talk about the mental game. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. My guest today is Autumn Arnold, and she is a health, fitness, and wellness coach. And we're talking about how we're going to get through this, God, 110 in the valley today it was 100 and what's it up in palmdale today it's 106 it's supposed to be 108 thursday and friday 
Woo! So, yeah, we got some serious barn burning heat up here, but we're going to work that fat off and we're going to help everybody do it along with us. My name's Sandra Beck. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on Motherhood Talk Radio. When we come back from the break, I'm going to figure out how to use this heart monitor. And we're also going to talk about getting ourselves in the mental game. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. I am beautiful no matter what they say. Words can't bring me down. I am beautiful in every single way. Yes, It's time to awaken your creativity and unlock your greatness by listening to The Nancy Pristine Show every Thursday from noon to 2 Central Time on Toginet.com. Nancy is also known as the Happiness and Well-Being Ambassador. She's an award-winning author and radio talk show host. And every week on The Nancy Pristine Show, you'll hear tips, stories, and tested techniques from celebrities, star athletes, and executive business people. People who have achieved greatness in their field. Everyone deserves the ultimate life. And now you can create your own success story and achieve a brand new you by listening to The Nancy Pristine Show. The intent of The Nancy Pristine Show is to give you everything you need for happiness, well-being, and success. For more on Nancy and the show, check out her website, Nancy Pristine. That's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E dot com. Then listen up. You will never settle for second best again. You're going to love The Nancy Pristine Show every Thursday from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time on toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and we are talking about weight loss. We're talking about eat this, not that. We're talking about my new heart rate monitor, which is 
according to the box says you just push three buttons and you can figure it all out stumped me <laughs> so we'll see and it's got a big yellow sticker that says press the time button on the lower left button for five seconds to turn the watch on which was part of the problem because i couldn't get it on <laughs> very minimal direction it is it is very minimal but what do you expect for like 16 bucks i think that's what i paid for it yeah and uh but we'll see how it works and uh you know, for those of you listening today who you want to um, call um, on Autumn for some of her help, some of her advice, or hire her to help you with your weight loss and fitness goals, you can reach her at autumn at coachvitality.com, C-O-A-C-H-V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y.com, Autumn, A-T-U-M-N. A-T-U. So, mm-hmm. Autumn, first of all, how'd you get your name? Were you born um, in the fall? I was. I was actually supposed to be named Summer, but I was a couple weeks late, so I was born on the first day of autumn. Oh, so is that September 21st? Um, it falls between the 21st and the 24th, typically right on my birthday, which is the 23rd. Ah, so you are yep. the 23rd. All yep. right, well, we might have to sing to you if we were on the air that day. <laughs> call you up and embarrass you. All right. Woohoo! So let's talk about the mental game. Okay. Um... Because for me, it's like if my head is in the game, and, you know, and I was a college athlete and I was a, you know, high school athlete. I, I started competing in sports when I was four years old because my parents had a bunch of kids and they could just give us bathing suits and let us go. Um, but I don't do that anymore because I have to make a living. <laughs> you know, I sit at a desk all day and it's really hard to get, um, it's hard to find the time, but I am sometimes I'm so busy that I forget about exercising. I forget about eating right. I just go to like whatever's quickest, whatever's easiest. Do you find that a lot of your uh, people that you coach go to that go to that place? Yes, you know it's almost like they have to hit some type of health bottom, and we really don't want that to happen before they're really ready to get into the game. And I know for me, not only with nutrition and with health, it's like I'm either good with my nutrition and bad with my business or I'm good with my business and bad with my nutrition, I'm, I'm really trying to still master it and perfect it. But, you know, we are not perfect by any means. I'm so glad you said that because it's like, you know, you work and I work and we're both single moms and we both have two little kids and I do the same thing. It's like a pendulum swing. It's like mm-hmm. either I can take care of myself and my family. We, we all do family exercise. We work out, we eat right. And then my business suffers because there's just not enough hours in the day. And I, I'm, I'm, I struggle too with that juggle. Right. Yep. A lot, another one that comes up quite often is that they do really good. My clients do really good Monday through Friday because they're at work, they have a routine, they have a schedule. Then come Saturday and Sunday, any weight that they've lost during the week, they gain right back over the weekend because of, especially right now with the barbecues and the vacations and all that stuff. And then Monday, their weight's up or it's the same. Yeah. So, you know, finding the, the motivation to continue your program during the weekend is definitely a hard one, and that takes, you know, severe um, discipline. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know when I was reading the Jillian Michaels book, you know, I, I like to read these fitness books as I, I like to hear what all the experts have to say. And she was saying that, 
you know, we really may need to make a lifestyle change. And mm-hmm. I agree with her. I, you know, cause I, I don't have the self-control, you know, we have these Bachman Jacks, they're a regional specialty in, in uh, upstate New York. And they're so good. They're cheese puffs. They're made with real cheese. They're <laughs> hellaciously fattening. They're so good. And my sister, Jill, God bless her, brought me a bag. You know, I get off the plane and she's got my Bachman Jacks. Oh. For me. <laughs> you know, and it's met with love. You know, she's a, she's a volleyball player and she's in beautiful shape and she's my biggest advocate when it comes to health and fitness. So she's not trying to derail me at all. She just knows that's like the one treat that I love when I'm home. And um, I almost ate the whole bag in one sitting. It was so good. Like, thanks. That's why I don't open Oreos because I won't have just one. I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's another one that's that's really hard. Yeah. But this week, you know, I I I think you know because I feel committed to you and and you know in working this you know weight loss effort, I I made a new grocery shopping list um, that I put on my refrigerator and I adhered to. Like Monday, I got off the airplane with my kids. I you know brought the dogs home, brought our luggage home, unpacked everything, and then I shot over to the grocery store and I did. I went to Superior, you know, which has, you know, it's like a lower. Mm-hmm. lower food store but I did I bought my peppers I bought my cucumbers I bought all the fresh produce and you know I got my chicken breasts a couple uh, fish fillets in you know that are all not breaded you know they're just straight fish and one little thing of steak and I'm like that's it that's what we're gonna do this week come Monday to Friday there's no chips in the house there's no cookies in the house Mm -hmm. there's no junk because if it's not there I'm not gonna eat it that's right Yep, absolutely. And and you really need to be in a really strict mental state on that because then what happens is you're just going to, if you go back and, and eat the fast food or go get the junk food, your food is just going to rot and your money is just going to be thrown in the trash at the end of the week. So, you know, it's, you know, you got to find that balance. And you have to be prepared. You know, one thing that's really frustrating for me is that, you know, in the with the medical industry now, when you take diet, you bring diabetes into your life. Hopefully not, but if you do, now they have the insulin in a tablet form versus a needle form. So you know what are they doing with that? Is they're making it more convenient for you to have diabetes? You know, instead oh, of yeah. I don't want to take a shot, so I'm going to get my butt in gear and do what it takes to not have to get on that insulin. So now they're just making it more convenient where they're not really going to give people that wake-up call. Oh, I just have to take medication from the doctor, no big deal, you know. So it's it's just not going into a good place as far as I can see for the future. So no, one person no. at a time. You know, when I was um, when I was on, you know, at home in in New York with my family, you know, because my brothers and sisters were there, I had a lot of extra childcare that I don't normally have, and you know, I used that time to you know to read up on health and fitness, and I did watch some documentaries, uh, Knives and Forks being one of them, and they showed a really interesting statistic where they said, in you know, this goes back many years, but in in the uh, 30s and 40s when um, Nazi Germany Germany took over one of the. It was either Sweden or Finland or Norway. One of those, one of those Nordic countries where mm-hmm. they have all the um, beef cattle and all the grains. And uh, Hitler took over these countries with the specific intention of feeding his troops the meat and dairy products from this region. Wow. And 
what happened was it was Norway because they were talking about the Norwegians. So during the six-year span of occupation where all the meat and dairy um, were going out to the German troops, the Norwegian population had to sustain themselves on plant proteins and fish. You know, they radically had to change their diet. But what was interesting about this segment of the documentary was that reproductive cancers reported in, in treatable reproductive cancers like breast cancer, prostate cancer, you know, things that are very prevalent today in American culture, they dropped dramatically, like 70%, because they changed their diet. And then when the German occupation ended and, you know, all the countries were freed and the Norwegians went back to eating heavy, you know, dairy and fatty, you know, meat-based diets, those reproductive cancers went up. Right. And yeah. we saw it also in um, the Philippines when they took over all this land to make beef cattle. You've had these Filipinos who had a different diet. They introduced beef and dairy into the diet. Um, it's really compelling when you see – you can see we're kind of eating ourselves to death. Yep, absolutely. It's so sad. It is. And, you know, and when we look at um, our economy right now, you're right. It's like everybody has the dollar deals. You go to the dollar menu at McDonald's. They're doing dollar sodas right now. I know. You know, everything they can do to get the consumer to spend in these. And then the pharmaceutical companies have to be clicking their heels because yeah. everybody who goes through that drive through there's a good chance later on they're going to need diabetes medication or mm-hmm. heart medication. Yeah. and. The sicker we get, the more money these companies are making. That's right. Don't even get me started on the medical profession because I could go a whole nother hour at least. Um, but it's, you know, milk is made for calves, not for people. You know, so yeah. it's like when we start adding in a lot of this cheese, it's bogging down our system. Um, I personally can only eat a very little of it or it, it upsets my stomach. And it never used to be that way. In fact, I had I suffered from headaches for years. And when I ran out of cheese at home for a week, my headaches stopped. Really? I believe that the headaches were actually coming from the cheese I was eating every day as my snack. So, I, believe, I believe a lot of our stuff is totally food related. I see it in my own life. Um, I've had to have. Uh, I had. I used to suffer from migraines, and I went to an acupuncturist and a Reiki. You know, because I I wasn't getting any relief. They put you know, pins in my arm. They did all this stuff, you know, and finally the, the, the health lady, she's German and Iranian. She says, well, what are you eating? Mm -hmm. So I kept a food diary and she's like, stop this, stop that. She lined out mostly, she lined out all the dairy, um, the exception of some yogurt, like the regular yogurt and Greek yogurt, but not anything with any additives. And man, my headaches reduced tremendously. Yes. Quite interesting, huh? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know what else I noticed, too, on my vacation is um, my dad is known for making waffles. He has a waffle iron. Mm, he yeah. makes these fabulous waffles, <laughs> and he soaks them with butter, and we use real maple syrup. None of this, you know, corn syrup stuff. It's the real stuff. It's from mm. Vermont back east. But a long story short is everybody had their waffles, and we're all pretty fit, and we're all pretty active. Everybody was like carbohydrate drunk for three hours after of napping, <laughs> you know, walking around like zombies, you know, and when we eat a regular protein, you know, a healthy diet, we all have lots of energy. So it was really amazing to me that what we eat could affect our day. Yep, absolutely. 
Yeah, well, Autumn, it's been so much fun having you on the show today. I can't wait to have you on next month. Um, we can bash the pharmaceutical companies because I think a lot of people don't know um, a lot of what's going on there. We can talk about some changes that we need to make in our own lives and our own diets. I really appreciate you coming on the air today. Check you out at autumn at coachvitality.com, autumn like fall at coachvitality, C-O-A-C-H-V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y. Hope you guys have a great week. Stay on your diet, get your fitness stuff in, take good care of yourself, mom, because your kids need you. Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood